Sunshine's Weekend, all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is Sunny Side of Sports. Right here on The Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the June 30th edition of the sunny side of sports ladies first on thursday's show the africa women's cup of nations football tournament kicks off saturday in rabat morocco 12 teams have been placed in three groups of four each group a has host morocco burkina faso senegal and uganda group b has cameroon zambia Tunisia and Togo. And Group C has defending champion Nigeria, South Africa, Burundi, and Botswana. Now, the head coaches of Burundi and Uganda say their teams are well prepared for the African women's football showpiece. Joining us now from Kampala, Uganda, with more details is Magume Davis Rockawinge. Sporty Thursday greetings, Magume. Sporty Thursday greetings to Tusani and our listeners. Hosts Morocco, we kick off the tournament against Burkina Faso at Prince Mole Abdallah Stadium in Rabat on Saturday morning. In the same group, Uganda Crested Cranes will play against Senegalese Lawrence of Taranga the following day, 4th July, in Rabat. George Lutalo, the Crested Queen's head coach, says the team, which arrived in the Moroccan capital this Thursday, is ready to face Africa's biggest names. In our group, whichever team is there, they are all good teams. But for us, we are focused, we've prepared ourselves, we have to deliver according to our expectations. He says he hopes players like Vera Nambi will help the East Africans fly high. I'm so happy to have joined the national team and everyone. I'm so, so happy with the trainings and everyone is so focused. And I can't wait for the tournament to start and I think we are going to do really well. Viola was a star as she grabbed the breast as the Crescent Cranes thrust Zambia's Cooper Queens five goals to nil in a warm-up match played at Stade Marques earlier this week. Uganda last played at this stage 22 years ago when the tournament was held in South Africa. Coach Lutalo says games like the friendly against Zambia and the recently concluded Sekava tournament he won helped shape his players. Speaking in Kirundi language, Burundi coach Gustavo Nianguru, just like Lutalo, agrees the Sekava tournament helped nurture his players. The Sekafa tournament that we just participated in in Uganda has helped us so much. We are able to identify all our weaknesses and look for ways to fix them. We are now better prepared than then, and we have improved our squad with new additions. The Burundians will be making their debut at the finals. There is Hirondale or Swallows, as they are commonly known. Burundi will play against Botswana on July 4th in a group that has one of the strongest teams at the Wafcon, Nigeria's Super Falcons and South Africa's Banyana Banyana. Sports analyst Sandra Nasali says to be a tough task for East African representatives. In this group, Uganda is the underdog, but we have the players who can, who can finish their task. Fazila Ikapoti has scored in all, the, in all the games Uganda has played, in the last games Uganda has played. I look at players like Viola Nambi, 
Rita Chivumbi still has put up that performance at her club. When you look at our forward line, it's a bit pr- promising. Going to Burundi, uh, I think they have a hard task, hard task. But their coach, I, I heard him saying that they learned a lot from the Sekafa Women's Challenges Championship. Uh, and he's ready to correct the mistakes. The Crescent Queens will rely on some of her best players, like Rita Chivumbi, who plays a trade with the Malkabens in Sweden, skipper Ruth Atulo, who recently joined Pro Ranks, Fauzia Najemba, among others. This is the first edition to feature 12 teams and be played in two cities, Casablanca and Rabat. The tournament also doubles as the qualification for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup that will be played in Australia and New Zealand. For the sunny side of sports, I am Mugume, Davis Rwakarenjini Kampala, Uganda. Hello listeners, by the names I'm Ikoput Fazila, Lady Doves FC Club, then I play for the Crested Crane forward. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Senegalese football star Sadio Mane will officially join Bayern Munich on Friday after six seasons with Liverpool. Prince Nesta reports Mane gave a wide-ranging farewell interview with Liverpool Television. Senegalese speedster Sadio Mane has insisted that he will forever be an ardent Liverpool supporter following his transfer to Bundesliga champions Bayern Munich. During his farewell interview with Liverpool TV, the 30-year-old also revealed that he decided to move on from Liverpool this summer because he was ready for a new challenge. Obviously, it's really, really strange. To, to, to no longer be a Liverpool player after six years spent at Anfield and yeah but uh, of course I I had a great time great unbelievable time and um, since uh, my my first day I really really enjoy training playing at Anfield especially in front of these amazing supporters and it's come to the end so what can we say? The 2021-2022 season has been a fantastic one for Mane, who won the Africa Cup of Nations with Senegal before helping Liverpool win the Carabao Cup and FA Cup and finish runners-up in the Premier League and Champions League. Here is his response when quizzed on his accomplishments at Liverpool. From the first day I came to, I spoke with the, the boss when I was in Southampton. And I said, I think the time we, we, we were not even in the Champions League. When it called me, I said, for sure. I just decided my heart that I will, I'm coming to Liverpool because for me, I see myself. And uh, for me, it was the right time and the right club to, to, to achieve everything. So I can say, of course, we, we win a lot. We win a lot, we win a lot. And uh, I spent a great, great time there. And, Unbelievable time, and, and Liverpool win a lot. So, like I always said, my, my life is always challenge, always challenge. And uh, when it come, I said to, to, to the club that I want to, to to leave. I want to go somewhere else to 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 to, to see a new challenge. It's not um, anything else. It's just a challenge because for me, I want to always 
challenge myself to, 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 to get better and better. The Senegalese star joined Liverpool from Southampton in 2016 and has since scored 90 Premier League goals for the Anfield Best Club and finished last season with 23 goals in all competitions. He is Mane's response to queries surrounding his growth at the club. When I came, I was 20, 24, I think. Uh, so I was not that old like now, but <laughs> yeah, sure. I think uh, I have developed as a human a lot. And as a football, I learned a lot from my, my teammates, of course, these great, great, great players. And of course, the staff helped me a lot to, to, to become the player. And as well, I work very, very hard, very, very hard. I would say as a, when I was a kid, that was my dream, to win everything possible. Trophies and individual trophies as well, that was my dream. So that's one of the reasons I never, I never stopped working. I'm a very hard worker. <laughs> and of course, and for me, it was the right time in the right club when I was in Southampton to come to Liverpool to achieve those, those those things and I can say yeah I achieved some which is very 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 incredible for me and I'll be always grateful for this amazing club and amazing person I will never forget it and uh, for sure I'm I'm looking forward for the next Mane also recalled some of his best moments while playing for the Reds 2019 when we we beat Barcelona at home that was incredible. And as, as well, when we won the Champions League, for me, so far, it's the best, best moment. Well, the moment will stay forever in my, 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 my head, my memories, for sure. Alongside fellow forwards Monsa and Roberto Firmino, he helped the club win the Champions League in 2019 and then end a 30-year wait for the league title in the following season, a feat the Senegal's all-time leading scorer termed a special. Bobby, Mbo, Atta, Atta players. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, no other secret. I don't, I don't, uh, because playing alongside of these players, I just... They make everything easier for me. I think I'm just fortunate, and especially uh, Bobby, who always drop, makes space for me and 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 more. I think it's just incredible. These two players, Liverpool still have great players, and you have now Jogo and uh, Jazz. So wow, what a player they have! But normal, it's the best club in the world. So. I wish them all the best, but I think it's not so clear. For me, the football is always just dedicated and, of course, to, to work very, very hard. It's what I trust, and those players did it, so, did it and do it, so I think uh, it, it, will, it, work, it will work always well for them. Money also added that he'll miss Liverpool fans who often sang his name during matches. Whoever can be leaving Liverpool, with those support, I think you will always miss them because so far the best in the world. And I always said it, especially my name, uh, Mane, Randian, the, the wing. I don't know. I can't say this, but anyway. <laughs> of course, I really, really enjoy the time and playing. Wow. I think I'm, how can I say, playing Anfield, I think always oh, give, you some, give you so much power. Mm because of the fans, so for sure I'm going to miss you guys. But anyway, I love you guys. I still have my 
my house in Liverpool and everything. So for sure, I will come back and of course I will come back and I will love to come back some one day to say hi to them and of course watch Liverpool playing because for me, I'm gonna be Liverpool number ten, number one ten. Of course, after the supporters. Then Senegalese forward Sadio Mane giving his final farewell interview to Liverpool TV after completing his transfer to Bayern Munich. Reporting for the sunny side of sports and Prince Nestor. Thanks, Prince. Hello, I'm Carol Castiel. Finland and Sweden are on the road to NATO membership. At the NATO summit in Madrid, Turkey lifted its initial objections to these two applicants and the Atlantic Alliance pledged stronger support for Ukraine as it defends itself against Russian aggression. The outcomes of the NATO summit as the coalition gears up to deter both Russia and China from attacking the liberal international order. That's encounter this Saturday and Sunday on The Voice of America. I'm Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny, and my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Also, please note, We've moved our programs to voaafrica.com. There you'll find your favorite VOA TV and radio shows, including the sunny side of sports and a whole lot more. Find us on voaafrica.com. This is the voice of America. Washington, Bob DC. The Nigeria Basketball Federation has named a 12-man roster for FIBA Africa World Cup qualifying games, which will be played in Kigali, Rwanda from July 1st to July 5th. American Alan Major will coach the Tigers of Nigeria. He replaces another American tactician, Mike Brown, who was recently appointed head coach of the NBA's Sacramento Kings team. The Nigerian men will play Cape Verde on Friday, July 1st, Mali on July 2nd, and Uganda on July 3rd. To find out more about the Tigers' roster, Iron Mike Mbonye contacted a Nigeria Basketball Federation board member, Felix Awogu. Yes, uh, 12 players have been invited. And, uh, of course, uh, it's uh, looking quite interesting. Uh, we have a couple of uh, home-based uh, players from Rivers Rupers and uh, the Customs. Uh, so it's, uh, I think it's going to be an open field uh, for persuading talents to showcase what they can offer and uh, probably have opportunity uh, to get major contracts outside of the shores of Nigeria. So kudos, uh, and I'm quite excited. And of course, you know it's been a big tussle in the basketball family, and uh, the team is just coming back, and uh, hopefully... Uh, things will look uh, better. We'll, we'll be having a meeting uh, to really look at and harness uh, the best way to approach uh, some of the current situation the team has faced over time. From the roster, substantive coach Mike Brown is not there. We see a new name and uh, a home-based uh, coach. Can you tell us something about yeah. it? 
Well, as you are aware, the substantial coach has a new job. Uh, that's uh, Coach Mike Brown, uh, who has just been named uh, a coach of uh, Sacramento Kings. And so we just had to look like, you know, we just got back. Uh, the ball was just uh, asked to come back after a bitter battle with the ministry and what have you. Uh, like I said, I said earlier, we'll be having a meeting and the meeting will uh, we'll look at everything. We just had to do this short gap uh, to, to quickly get into the groove and uh, have a team represent us uh, in the championship. So it's not going to be an easy. Ogo Oduamadu has also been part of uh, the coaching crew in some of the teams here. So let's see. Let's hope and uh, just have an open mind to this team. After this window, after this uh, tournament in Kigali, would there be another window for the uh, the Tigers to play for the Afro Basket qualifying uh, matches? Invited for this uh, window, are they the best Nigeria can afford, or is just this is, or is this just an interim arrangement to see that Nigeria is represented? Well, to be honest, when you are in the Nigerian squad, it means at this point you are the best. Uh, like uh, we have Ikena Nduga, Nduba, he's not a bad player. Uche Nairebu is free agent. Michael Okiki from Gombe Bulls. I mean, we must keep giving. We must keep giving opportunity. It depends on also the time of the uh, the, the year when the window is open. So it's uh, it's a pretty tough situation. It's not really that easy. Uh, but like I said. Let's just navigate this period. Let's hope the team does well. And then we can sit back and uh, fix our current situation. That's Felix Awogu, a board member of the Nigeria Basketball Federation. And Felix spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Lagos, Nigeria. This is Felix Awogu, also a member of Nigerian Basketball Federation. You're listening to the Sony Side of Sports on The Voice of America. Turning to tennis, top seed and defending champion Novak Djokovic is through to the third round at Wimbledon. We'll hear from Djokovic now in this package of day three highlights from Wednesday. We've got players and we have got second round action here on day three of Wimbledon 2022. Game set ahead. A consummate performance from the world's best player. Six times a champion. Looking very much the favourite for a seventh tier. I think from my side, overall, uh, really, really high quality performance and I'm um, very pleased. Love you too. Thank you so much. What a reception then for the world number 11, the British number one, Emma Raducanu. 
really enjoyed uh, to play here on Centre Court. It was my first time and uh, it was very special. To play as well as I did against one of uh, our greatest players ever, Andy Murray, was um, a huge accomplishment for me. He's a massive inspiration to each one of us uh, in the locker room, and we're so lucky to still have him around. That's American tennis player John Isner speaking after his four-set victory over local favorite Andy Murray of Britain on Wednesday at Wimbledon. Murray won the Wimbledon title in 2013 and 2016, and I know many British tennis fans were hoping he could make another sentimental run to the later rounds at Wimbledon, but it was not to be Andy Murray and Emma Raducanu both eliminated on Wednesday. They were two of the top hopes for the local fans at Wimbledon. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Heather Maxwell, host of Music Time in Africa. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for an hour of awesome African music. Wake up, dance this music. Like to stay on top of new music trends? Breakout artists? New releases? Maybe you just love the classic styles and the artists of the past. Or simply the sound and feel of a good beat. Whatever your pleasure, you can get it every week right here on Music Time in Africa. So join me on your local FM station Saturdays and Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Thanks, Heather. In professional golf, first-round action is underway at the John Deere Classic Tournament in Silvis, Illinois. George McNeely tells us about a 22-year-old golfer who is making his PGA Tour debut. Duke University graduate Quinn Riley makes his PGA Tour debut here at the John Deere Classic. He's more than aware that TPC Deer Run is a place where magic happens again and again. It's had a lot of appeal to a younger crowd. Um, obviously, I watched Jordan Spieth hole out um, for his win here. And, you know, just this tournament feel like atmosphere seems really laid back and really family oriented and welcoming. And so it's been super special um, just being able to start here. And it all began with a well-written letter to tournament director Claire Peterson seeking an opportunity here in the 51st John Deere Classic. I kind of just said how much it meant to me and how much it might mean to a lot of other people who are watching for me and following in my footsteps, and they really took that to heart. Good swings and clutch putts led Lucas Glover to victory in last year's John Deere Classic. 
the defending champion is more than ready for his title defense here on TPC Deer Run. Just a sense of calm out there when you've when you've done well and have some experience and, and success at a at a course or a hole or um, you know a, a tournament. So yeah, just kind of brought back those memories of, of just executing and playing well. Webb Simpson is a seven-time winner on the PGA Tour, a resume that includes both a U.S. Open and Players' Championship trophy. Simpson makes his fourth career start here in the John Deere Classic, but his first since 2010. Yeah, this is a very special place for me, although I haven't been back in a while. Um, Claire and I have had many conversations uh, just about how it's tough for me to come here prior to the Open Championship, but he's been incredibly understanding over the years. Uh, but the reason it's so special is because my wife and I got engaged here. Simpson referencing longtime tournament director Claire Peterson, who's stepping down after this week, following a stellar 20 years at the helm. For the sunny side of sports, I'm George McNeely in Silvis, Illinois. Thanks, George. Cycling's premier event, the Tour de France, officially begins Friday with a 13-kilometer individual time trial in Copenhagen, Denmark. There will be stages on Saturday and Sunday in Denmark. Monday is a rest day, and then the Tour heads to Dunkirk in France. The 2018 Tour de France champion, Garrett Thomas of Wales, will be riding for the Ineos Grenadiers team. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes here. Like We've got a super strong team, and the main thing is that we uh, ride well together, aggressive together, and, um, you know, ride off each other well as well, which is what we've been doing all year so far, so hopefully we can continue that. And myself personally, yeah, I, I, I hopefully I can be there in the crunch moments and, you know, affect the race positively for us um but yeah when it comes to the finals who knows but uh you know it's the tour there's a lot of good guys and um you know someone like Vlasov as well I think is a big uh underdog as well so to speak even though you know everyone's talking about the Slovenians and Jumbo but yeah there's there's a lot of a lot of good guys that can perform well here so uh yeah we're just gonna see what we can do. Garen Thomas mentioned the Slovenians well, one Slovenian rider in particular, 23-year-old Tade Pogacar, being described as the man to beat in the 2022 Tour de France. Tade targeting a third consecutive Tour de France title, and he could very well become one of cycling's all-time great riders. Now, with the Tour de France, unforeseen weather conditions unforeseen accidents on the course can all have a big impact on the race. Garrett Thomas takes a look at the first week of riding. Yeah, I think the first week is, um, you know, we got the riders to, to ride well um, and hopefully that puts us in the best place and limits the risk of, you know, unfortunate things happening. But as we all know, with the cobbles, like so much can, can go right or go wrong where skill and everything isn't involved it's just you know pure luck but hopefully we can avoid the bad luck and uh yeah and i think we can be aggressive as well and just take on the first week and but a lot depends on the weather conditions as well you know on the cobbles if it's headwind most of the day then it's gonna have the difference is going to be small and the same with the windy stages if there's no wind there's no wind you know so um but i think we're just in the mindset of just 
yeah, going into the race, taking opportunities as much as we can and just enjoying the racing as I have been the whole year, really. Um, but yeah, I think the first week is obviously suits me maybe more than some other, you know, GC guys, but so much can go right and go wrong in a tour, as we all know. That's Garrett Thomas, the 2018 Tour de France cycling champion. And he spoke in Copenhagen, Denmark, where the opening stage of cycling's premier event will be held on Friday. The Tour de France is scheduled to end on July 24th in Paris. And let's give a sunny side of sports salute to two South African cyclists who are set to compete in the 2022 Tour de France. Daryl Impe will ride for Israel Premier Tech Team and Reinhard Janze von Rensberg will be riding for the Lotto Sudal team. Go South Africa in the 2022 Tour de France. And that wraps up the June 30th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Sunny side of sports.